You know, I was just uh, uh, praying this week and um, just before we get started, you know, um, my heart is to see um, the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, I just want to speak that upon this community. You know, just as this community is growing, just as Mount Barker is growing and a lot of people are moving up to the hills and you see all the new subdivisions and all that sort of stuff come in to the place and the town is expanding. I believe that God wants to establish his kingdom. He wants to grow his kingdom just like the community itself is growing. He wants to build his kingdom here in Mount Barker. So I just want to speak that and prophesy that, that, um, that God is building his kingdom. God is building his kingdom here on earth. And as we see this community expand and grow, so we are going to see our churches expand and grow. So we are going to see his kingdom expand and grow so that we can begin to see heaven here on earth. That is, that is the Father's heartbeat, to see his kingdom be established here on earth. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just pray this morning. That, Lord, as I begin to share this message, Lord, that, yeah, your kingdom will be established here. I just pray your kingdom will come and your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that the words that I speak today, Lord, will be your words, Lord, not my words. Lord, let your will be done in this place, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whew! What a morning. We're having such a good morning so far. And, uh, you know, God is just beginning to do some incredible things here in Mount Barker. I'm so excited. Um, you know, uh, who knows that, you know, in thank you, Shane, for playing. It was incredible. I just love that. I just love the sound of a keyboard in worship. It just, just brings the, anoint, the anointing, the presence of God. And uh, that's just my music bias and stuff. I just, I just, that was great worship this morning. You two do an incredible job. And, uh, yeah, so uh, who knows that we face challenges every day? You know, we have so many different things um, speaking into our lives, uh, you know, like TV, media, uh, you know, um, television programs, just Facebook, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. We have that many different things in our lives that, have, that can have an inf- influence on the way we, that we act, the way that we think, the way that we uh, work and all that sort of stuff. But... Um, you know, the, these things, if we allow them to, to, um, to take control of the way, you know, in our world, if we allow these things to crowd our, our, our world, they can begin to change the way that we think. It can begin to change the perspective that we have on life. But this morning, um, I want to share about um, establishing a firm foundation so that we can stand strong. So that, um, you know, when, when storms come our way, when, when we have this stuff, the, uh, when we have all these things trying to speak uh, negativity into our world, when we have all these different, uh, you know, in, like whether it be in your workplace, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Instagram, whether it be on the TV, when, they, when that begins to have an influence on our life, lives, that we can actually have a strong foundation and stand strong in the faith that we have. So um, I'll, I'll, if you have your Bibles... I want you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. And, um, you know, the background of this passage is that, you know, Jesus is uh, preaching to the crowd and, and uh, he's actually saying that he's actually identifying um, 
you know, uh, true and false disciples. And um, as you read up in, uh, in verse 21, and I'm only going to touch on it a little bit, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You know, um, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, evildoers. Now, this next part of the passage I want to actually build my message on. And uh, it's from verse 24. Because who knows when it starts with a therefore, you've actually got to find out what it's there for. Um, So that's why I read that part before. Um, So therefore... Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain comes down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, And it fell with a great crash. Now let's have a look at um, Luke chapter 6. Because it's it's the same, Jesus is using the same illustration. But um, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. I just like how it it words it a little bit better. Um, From verse 46, Luke 6 verse 46, it says, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I will show you what it is like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It is like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation. When the floods sweep against that house, it will collapse. In a, into a heap of ruins. That's a lot of that. That you know, that's a good illustration that Jesus uses there. So, how do we become, you know, true disciples? How do we, um, you know, live a life that God has destined for us? It is by hearing God's word, by hearing the words of our God, and being obedient to it, and being obedient to it. You know. I want to illustrate something this morning. I, um, before I started working where I was working, I actually uh, was a, a bricklayer. I was in the building trade. And uh, in, uh, as I was doing my apprenticeship, I had to do a lot of foundation work. And uh, we, had, we actually had a house plan that we had to follow. Like the architects and the engineers would actually um, draw up a house plan that we had to follow. And on that house plan would actually... Uh, tell us uh, how deep we actually had to dig uh, on that particular block, uh, how deep we had to dig the footings and that, and the type of reinforcing that we had to use, um, depending on the weight of the house and the type of house that it was and the type of ground that we were building on, would depend on the type of the reinforcing and all that that we had to use so that that house would actually be able to stand. Um, And that is why um, they draw up a plan so that we have a plan to follow, so that when we build the house, when, when weather comes or storm comes, that the house actually stands up. That you, you don't, it doesn't crush people when they're inside of the house. It's like three little pigs, you know, that, that story of the three little pigs. The guy, the, the, you know, 
build his house out of brick and had the strong foundation. Um, so it's like this passage of Scripture. Um, Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you what he is like. So he's given that illustration of having that foundation. You know, in our lives, we have the ultimate house plan. We have the ultimate engineering plan. And that is this thing here. That is the word of God. We need to read this so that we know what reinforcing we need in our lives so that our foundation is firm, so that our foundation stands that test of time. We need to build our house on that rock, which is Jesus. We need to build our house on the rock, which is Jesus. I don't want to be that, I don't want to be that person in my life that, that doesn't build on a foundation, that, that doesn't dig down and have no foundation in my life. I want to be able to stand firm when things come my way. When, thing, when, when my faith is beginning to be questioned, I want to stand firm. Yeah. Verse 48. It is like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. A person who digs deep. You know, who knows that digging is hard work? Have you ever had to dig? I dug a lot of trenches when I was an apprentice, and uh, it was hard work. You know, we need to dig deep into the teachings of our Lord Jesus. And it is only by working hard at developing a habit of reading his word and letting the word of God lead us, guide us, direct us, so that we can begin to lay that foundation. We need to dig deep. We need to work hard. We need to work hard. You know, it is hard work to make, like for me in my life, I'm not a big reader. If it was on, if it's in a movie, I'll watch, I'll, you know, I'd watch it before I read it. But who knows that you can make all the movies in the world about the Bible, but it's not the true, you know, they, they, they twist it. You know, it's not quite the same as the living, breathing, God-inspired word of God. And so we actually need to open our eyes, open up the Word of God, and read it. Just going to swap Bibles for a sec. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to have a look at Psalm 119. Psalm 119. You know, I've read this, I've read this Psalm so many times, but yesterday as I was praying, God really started to speak to me through this Psalm. In verse 105, it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In the New Living Translation, it says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. The word of God is here for us to use. The word of God is here for us to use. It guides us. When we need guidance through life, it provides light so that we can see where we're going. It directs our path. It is like a map. It's, it, it shows us where we're going. You know, one thing I really... Who knows that Psalm 119 is long? It's long. And it is like the longest psalm. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'll, look, I'll try to look through the book of Psalms. Yeah, it's the longest one there. I'm sure it's the longest one. You know, it has 176 verses in it. And as I was looking through these, this psalm yesterday, I, there was a heading on the top of, my, on the top of it, and, it and, and the heading is Meditations on the Excellencies of the Word of God. How important is the word of God if it's the longest psalm in the book of in the, in the book? That's that's what, you know what I mean. This is a revelation that God. If it's the longest, there's got to be something there that there's something important about the word of God. If 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 it's been made the longest part of the book of Psalms, that was just I was just like whoa. Thank you, Lord. And there's a few few verses in the book of Psalms that I want to highlight to you. Um, and about the word, and it says, verse one: Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with the with the, with the whole heart. Verse eleven: Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Verse nine in the New Living Translation: How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. Verses 37 and 38. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Establish your word to establish your word to your servant who is devoted to fearing you. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things. What are worthless things? Just a just a challenge there. God, you know, uh, that one thing God showed me yesterday, what are the worthless things that have taken hold in your life that you've put above God's word? And that was challenging. That, that was very, very challenging. Verse 133 in the New Living Translations, in New Living Translations, it says, Guide my steps by your word so I will not be overcome by evil. By reading the word, we will not be overcome by evil. This one, this one here, 161 and 162 of Psalm 119. Princes persecute me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. As one who finds great treasure. This verse really spoke to me. And it challenged me because do I treat the word of God like a great treasure? You know, if I was, you know, looking around, you know, with a metal detector, and I, and I dug deep and I found this, you know, gem that was worth, you know, thousands if not millions of dollars, what would you do with that treasure? You wouldn't just leave it on your on your bookshelf or you know let it gather dust or whatever. You would you'd brag about it, wouldn't you? you know, that, that's that's what I'd do. You know, I'd yeah, I'd be like I'm rich. <laughs> you know, the word of God is a great treasure, and uh, I don't know about you, but I don't. I don't treat it like that sometimes. 
And uh, I love it. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. It is a great treasure. It is a great treasure. The word of God is a great treasure. You know, it's not just a book of great stories. It's not just a you know, book of bedtime stories that you read to your kids. And, you know, I wouldn't read some of those stories to my kids anyway. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it is not just a storybook. It is not just a handwritten, it's not just a handwritten book written by a bunch of people who decided to get together and write these correlation of books. It is actually God-inspired. It is living, breathing word of God. It is a treasure. It is a treasure. And if we want to establish a firm foundation, if we want to begin to build our life upon that rock, which is Jesus, we need to be a people who um, start reading his word, obeying his word, and living his word, and treating his word like a great treasure. Because it is only by doing that, that when things come our way, that we can stand firm on the word of God because it is living and breathing in our hearts. You know, it is that living that resurrection life is by reading the word. The only way we can live a resurrection life is by putting our faith and our trust in our Lord Jesus, by reading his teaching, by, by obeying his teaching. And it's not just it's not just the New Testament. You know, Jesus' teachings. It's not just the New Testament, it's also in the Old Testament also. I've read these Psalms this morning, that's not a New Testament. The New Testament wasn't even written then. So the whole Bible, no matter what it is, whether Old or New Testament, is living, breathing, it is alive today. And uh, we need to establish a foundation, that is, we need to build our lives on the Word of God. I'm just going to have a drink. Getting excited. <laughs> I was uh, thinking of that. Um, I was thinking of that song that we sing in church. You know, uh, build my life, and you know, with the bridge, you know, I will build my life upon your love. Um, it is a firm foundation. You know, I'll I'll put my trust in you alone, and I will not be shaken. It's like as we sing that, are we actually? living what we're singing or are we just singing it because it's up on the screen? That's, I'm, I don't, don't want to, you know, be telling you what to do, but this is just something that's come from, I believe it's come from the heart of God. And uh, I, I'm just being obedient and I'm just sharing what, what God's put on my heart. As we're singing that song, um, are we actually living what we're singing or are we just singing it because it's a song that sounds good or you know, it makes us feel good and stuff. Um, Second Timothy 3.16 in the New Living Translation says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true. And to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Ooh. Ow. Make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong. Okay. It teaches us what to do. 
It teaches us to do what is right. Sorry, that was my, my bad. I was trying to go too fast. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. I'll read that again. All scripture is inspired by God. So God had his hand upon each and every passage of scripture. It is useful to teach us what is true. So his word is true. He makes us realize what is wrong in our lives. So that we can correct it. It corrects us when we are wrong. It teaches us what to do. It te- oh, sorry, it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. To do every good work. God is looking for people who have a strong and firm foundation. Because I believe that God is wanting to build his kingdom here in Mount Barker. And the only way by doing that is by reading his by reading his word, by getting direction, by having that solid foundation. Because who knows that when you start doing the things of God that there's opposition that comes against us. And when that opposition comes and begins to speak negativity, begins to speak against us, we can stand strong because we have that strong foundation. We've dug deep. We've done the hard work. We've dug deep so we can hit that rock. We can build on that rock, which is Jesus, so that his kingdom can be established here in Mount Barker. So for us to have a strong foundation in our lives, we need to, number one, dig deep into God's word so that we can lay our, lay our foundation on the solid rock, which is Jesus. We need to develop a habit of reading the word of God so that we know that the reinforcing that we need so that we can stand strong. Number two, we need to listen and be obedient to God's teachings. So we need to listen to them. As we read them, we need to actually listen to what that passage is saying and also be obedient to his teachings. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Verses 22 to 25. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Immediately forgets what he looks like. Okay. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. They will be blessed in what they do. You know, most of us stand in front of the mirror every morning and, uh, you know, spend a bit of time, you know, doing the makeup. And the, well, I don't do my makeup, but, you know, I... I, I <laughs> I see. I see Haley do the makeup. I did a bit this morning, you know, just for the light. You know, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, but who, who, you know, 
walks away and actually forgets what they, you know, what they look like, you know. Um, I don't know. You, you spend so much time in front of that mirror and you, you know, get yourself all made up nicely. You're not going to immediately walk away and go, oh, what did I just do? Um, yeah, and, but <laughs> some people do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, sometimes you look at me and go, you should have looked in the mirror. But anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, not this morning. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm going way off track now. Um, yeah, but verse 25, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. They will be blessed in what they do. We need to be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word. We need to put we need to put his word into practice. It's like uh, verse twenty four of chapter seven of Matthew where he says, Therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Who hears these words and puts them into practice. Number three, if we need to have a strong foundation, we need to treasure his word. We need to treasure his word. Like in a, uh, verse 162 of Psalm 119, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. Treasure his word. Treasure his word. <laughs> treasure the ultimate House plan for your life. Treasure it. Look at it. You know, okay, Lord, what do I need to do here? And you know, flick to the right page or ask God. Sometimes it comes, sometimes it comes in a couple of days. It doesn't always get answered straight away, but you just gotta develop that habit. Treasure his word. Dig deep. Dig deep. Dig deep. Until you hit the rock, which is Jesus. Build upon the rock. Build upon the rock. Build upon the rock. Let's just bow our heads and close our eyes. Lord, I just want to thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for for giving us direction through your word. Thank you, Lord, that we can have a strong foundation in you. And just as we got our heads bowed and our eyes closed, I just want to ask a couple of questions and... uh, I just want to ask, this is just between you and God. I just want to ask whether, whether you're having trouble um, not necessarily reading the Word of God, but just finding, like, 
having trouble um, with God. You feel like that when you read the Word of God that it's not speaking to you. You're not, you know, something's, it's not coming alive in you. And if that's you this morning, I want to pray for you this morning because, uh, you know, we do go through seasons like that. I do myself. That as you read, sometimes it just, you know, it all blurs together and, and it just doesn't, like, doesn't make sense. There are seasons that you go through where, you know, it, that happens. But I want to pray for you this morning that, um, that the word will come alive in your life as you begin to read that that scripture will begin to speak to you and bring revelation to you again because God wants to speak to you this morning. So if that's you, if you're, if you're having trouble um, getting anything out of the Bible this morning, if that's you, I want you to raise your hand. No one's looking around. I want to pray for you because it's important. It's important. I see those hands. I'm going to pray for you. There's more. I know there's more. I'm going to wait. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you. Lord, I just pray for these people this morning. These people this morning that have been reading your word and and sort of having trouble uh, getting anything out of it as such. I just pray, Lord, that as they begin to read your word, open your word, I pray that you just begin to speak to them, Lord. I pray that um, it'll come alive in their heart again, Lord. And I just pray that whatever it is that they're going through right now, that, Lord, you will speak to these people through your word as they begin to open their Bible, Lord. I just pray that it'll speak to them. It'll speak to them. I pray, Lord, that you speak right now. Begin to speak right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to speak right now to these people. As they begin to read, Lord, may your word be refreshing to them, Lord. May they have new revelation. May they have new direction for their life. I just pray that the word will come alive to them again. In the mighty name of Jesus. I just pray for each and every person in this place, Lord. Lord, as the storms of life come, I just pray that their foundation will be strong, Lord. I just pray, Lord, for a strong foundation, Lord. Your people will be a people, Lord. Your church will be a people who have that strong and firm foundation, Lord. So that when the storms of life come, when opposition comes, when the wind comes and beats against the house, I pray that we will be able to stand firm in times, Lord, where, where um, the storms of life are heavy, Lord. When the thunderstorms come, when the hurricanes come, when, when things beat against the house, I pray that it will stand firm because we have built that foundation on you, Lord Jesus. I pray and speak that in the name of Jesus, that your people will be a people, Lord, that have a strong foundation, that whatever it is that you're building in their lives, Lord, will stand the test of time. Will stand the test of time so that your kingdom will be established here on earth, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.